Welcome to the Binge Minute, the only podcast in the world that goes through a movie. Cinematic history. My name's Taylor. My name's Chris. And we are continuing through. Ready or not, this is Minute 78. Woo! Every time you throw, try to throw me off, you succeed, and it is a, a travesty. Because I'm so good at it, I keep doing it. Oh, I'll go to my grave putting what, you off. interrupting me? <laughs> putting you off, I don't know. I believe that. Hey, <laughs> hey, Chris. Yes? Ghost stories. Ghost stories? Ooh. Yeah. Were you like a kid that liked to tell ghost stories or Was spooky stories? I a kid stories? who liked to tell spooky ghost stories. I was not... Because I was a coward. Oh, really? And I would, if I told a spooky gross story, it'd scare me too. And I wouldn't be able to sleep well that night. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I remember watching Tintin once. Not well, Was I watching it or reading it? No, I did watch it. Remember when Tintin was a comic and then they made some cartoons out of the comic? I was not allowed Tintin in the home or watching. Why? I don't think it was a rule. It's just we didn't have it. Okay, so you can't watch Tintin. It's, I didn't know what Tintin was. It's communist. Was. I didn't it's ri- a communist socialist show. I didn't realize what Tintin was for ages. I thought it was some sort of nouveau French opera singer or something. Oh wow! No, you're way off. He was like he's like a more. I guess he's a more of a pussy Indiana Jones. If I'm going to be deadly honest. Oh really? I assumed he was like a Charlie Brown kind of type. No, he's a wuss Indiana Jones. So he goes to places and he's always fighting soldiers and f- going to two like secret places. And that getting, sounds, doesn't sound wussy at all. artifacts. No, but he's like, he's just not Indiana Jones. <laughs> he's just not Indiana Jones? <laughs> he's not someone. He's someone you'd see at an internet cafe blogging. Okay. He's uh, got that sort of vibe. He's got a blogger vibe, not a like fight the army and and get the get the artifact to save the day kind of guy, which Indiana Jones has all that vibe. Mm. Like if you saw Indiana Jones at a internet cafe doing a blog, you'd be like, "Oh, that's weird." <laughs> so what about saw, yeah? What about if uh, Tintin brought his laptop to the temple and plugged it in and then hacked the system to get it? I could totally see, see Tintin that? doing that, okay. but uh, but he'd be offside. He wouldn't be at the. He'd be the guy who'd be like, Indy, you got to take a left down this hallway. Ah. There's guys, there's bad guys coming. He's Van Man. Mm, this latte is tasty. <laughs> Compliments to the barista. <laughs> That's what he would say. Anyway, Ghost he's stories. like Indiana Jones. And no, I was a wuss. So I remember one day I was watching the Indiana, Tintin cartoon mm. and he was up against some creature who kept sneaking through windows at night and like, Gassing people, killing, Jesus. killing people. I can't remember what he did. It's full on. So if you this were, is a kid's show? Yeah, if you were next to the window, he would get you in the night. Oh, that's spooky. And then I watched this at my grandma's house and my dad was like, ha, 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 don't go near the window tonight. And then I, <laughs> I didn't stop thinking about that for like weeks. And then I went I went home that night and I just stared the window and I ended up, I ended up getting in bed with my parents. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, How was, old were you? Scary. I don't know. I thought, Probably older than I should have been. <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest, I was probably like ten or some shit. Like <laughs> just a big fucking wuss. Oh, I remember when I first watched Aliens the movie, because it was in year ten or something. Mm. Oh no, I was in year nine. And it was year nine English and Mr. Mead brought in Aliens because we were doing genre studies. Yeah. And then I watched Aliens for the first time and everyone in the class was like, This is sick, and I was like going, Ooh. <laughs> it was terrifying, and I couldn't sleep well 
for weeks because of these alien things. My dog came in and collapsed. Like, you know how dogs get playful? Yeah. And they roll around the ground. So my dog walked in at like one o'clock in the morning <laughs> and just like jumped on the ground and like was rolling around all happy. And I was like, he's got an alien in him and he's writhing in pain. <laughs> but he was like, oh, I'm, what, a, what a life. <laughs> anyway, that's the kind of person I am. So no, I didn't tell me any gay stories, Taylor. No. I <laughs> Did you? I I think I think we only told ghost stories because we had seen it in American TV shows about kids telling ghost stories. I think if we hadn't seen those TV shows, we never would have done it, which is did sort of you, a weird. What kind of ghost story did you tell? I mean, there's the classic with the hook in the handle. What's that? Oh, it's the one where there's like two people. It's like a classic. It's a classic. It's it's I've never heard it. Well, what is it? Well, do do do. Is this how it starts? <laughs> There's like thirty seconds of. It's <laughs> uh, setting the scene. Okay. Whoosh, whoosh, <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Only ten years ago. There was a man named Thomas who was taking his girl, Felicity, out on a date. And they were hanging out in a car just by themselves listening to the radio. And on the radio, there's something about a guy with, who a, died. with a hook for a hand. They're like, ooh, ooh, watch out. <laughs> <There's a> man- <laughs> That's how the radio person said it. It did. And in the lane. In 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 extra news, ooh. <laughs> watch out! There's a man on the rampage. That he, the only way you can tell who he is is he's got a hook for a hand. And do- he he looks like every other person ever. <laughs> so look at his hand. <laughs> he has a hook for a hand, and he's suspected of murdering couples who are out in the woods by themselves. And Were they in the woods? Yeah, yeah. They're, oh, in, a, they're in the woods. Shit. And Felicity turns to Tom and is like, hey, maybe we should go home because there's this murder on the loose. And, and then Thomas says, don't worry about it. I've taken the night off. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that would be a nice thing. Uh, he goes, no, don't worry about it, babe. You roll with hook for hand. <laughs> <laughs> no one messes no with one you. No one messes with you. You're a hook for hands, babe. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. He's like, don't worry, babe. I'm here to protect you. Let's just keep listening to the radio. And then doosh, doosh, doosh. There's sounds all over the car and the wind's picking up. Oh, hook for hand controls the weather? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And she's like, Tom, I think we got to go. We got to go. The wind's picking up and I'm really scared. And he's like, don't worry, baby. That's just branches hitting the car. Don't worry about that. We've been cut by a hook, perhaps. (laughs) And then they, they listen to the radio and the announcer's like, He's killed again. Ooh, watch out. Wait, and then there's they- the radio guy with Unless he was like, whoa, I've been following Hook Fan for days. Breaking news. He's killed again. Ooh. And, and then they hear, is that and, scraping along the car? What's that? And she's like, we got to go, Tom. We got to go. And he's like, fine. Women, am I right? And then he drives home 
And then he goes, like, I'll drop you home. And then he pulls up at her house and gets out of the door and goes to turn. And Hook for Hand was on the roof? <laughs> no. no. He goes to open up the door to let her out. And hanging in the arm thing, the handle is a hook. Ah, so they would have got hooked for hand. They would have got hooked if they hadn't left. Yeah. So she saved the day by letting she did. Wait, and then she, <laughs> then she, then wait. <laughs> That's it. And now there's a there's a handless man <laughs> yeah. in the woods who's stuck. He can't even hail down. He can't even hail down car. And now we don't know who he is. And police, he police surround the car, and they're like, "It's that's the hook." And he's now got his fingerprints all over it, and there's DNA from all the murders. And Tom's like, "It wasn't me." And then Tom goes away for all the hook man murders. Wow. Anyway, I don't. I, that's like a classic urban tale. I don't know if that if I gave it. Oh, it was a, it was a nice twist because they didn't die. Well, do you know who's not going to die? It's Gracie in Ready or Not, not minute seventy eight. Oh, Taylor, did your prediction come true? Ah, oh, no, <laughs> it did not. I said that Cherry would wake up and see Daniel dead and start crying, and then we'd flick to Grayson, the mum, who were having a tussle, which did happen, but I'm not going to take it. Well, my prediction did come true. Alex looked into the distance and went, I'm angry, and turned (laughs) green and started smashing the house to pieces. He is a Hulk. Did you know that? It did not come true (laughs) at all. All we had, this was kind of a quick minute, actually. A lot happened. It felt very fast. So we had Alex who was still sad that his brother had just died and he started crying. Well, he's fully... He fully realized what happened. He started having like a panic attack. Yeah, but he's, and he's crying. Like crying. He, he's crying. And we had this shot down the hallway to him with holding his brother. Yeah. And he's very sad and he and he's crying. And then we had a cut and we're in the middle of a fight between the mum and Grace. Yeah. Grace. The mum is like choking Grace against the wall. And then I can't remember, but they got on the floor somehow. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that happened because I thought she kind of was... Oh, that's right. The mum, the mum threw Grace to the floor. Yeah, I don't that's know why right. she did that. She, she seemed to have control yeah, where just she was. Choke her against the wall, man. Because what happened next would have been avoided. So she <laughs> threw Grace on the floor, and then she kind of jumped on Grace, and she's like choking her again. Yeah, she was saying things like, "Oh, you, you don't deserve a family." Yeah. This morning I thought you were the new me, but you're nothing. nothing. And you little bitch, you're not going to take my family or harm my family. And she started choking her again. And Grace is like, I'm like, oh, is this it for Grace? Oh, no. Are the family going to come in and get around the mum and be like, choke, 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 <laughs> choke. And that's the big climax. But what Grace was doing was she saw a tassel leading to a table runner. So they're, they're actually in the game room. Yeah, that's right. So she tries to reach out and grab the table runner and she reaches and reaches and finally she gets it and she starts pulling it down. She's losing consciousness. She pulls it down. No, they're not in the game room. They're in the room where LaBelle's empty chair is, which is like a dining room. They're in some sort of dining room because that was the games box. Yes. The yeah. games box. So in- she's pulling the, the thing down and... Down pops the game box, LaBelle's special box. That's right. And she smashes mum's face in in with it. She, like, smacks her across the the, the face and mum, like, falls off. And she's like, you bitch. I don't give a fuck about your family. Fuck your family. And then she starts smashing this box into the mum's head, like, over Mm, and and over over and over. Enough times that I'm pretty happy to say... (laughs) 
Mum is dead. Has to be. And has to be dead. The important thing is too, the first hit knocked her off Grace and onto the floor and unconscious. So she could have just stopped at one, but she instead went about five or six ham. more times. That's right. It was insane. And that's when the minute ended. Mm. And the mum got the shit beaten out of the life beaten out of her. Yeah, she's dead. What'd you read the minute, Taylor? I thought it was really good uh, and heartwarming. Well, not heartwarming, but heartbreaking. I say 59. Yeah, I'm sticking with 59. The last four minutes have been like 59 for me. It's just been good, 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 good. I'll keep it coming like a conveyor belt of tasty, <laughs> tasty movie. Yum, 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 I yum, thought yum. it was the, the Grace bashing the skull in of the mum was, I thought, like quite full on. And oh, it was full on. Kind of gave a different, like Grace has gone from just survival. It's now vengeance. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, what do you predict that happens the next minute? I reckon... Daniel's going to catch her in the act of bashing her skull You mean Alex? Oh, yeah. Alex is going to catch her in the act. And I don't know how it's going to go from there. I don't. I, well, I'm going to maybe, but I think we're going to have the, the fight that we've wanted for the whole movie. <gasps> Aunt Helena? Aunt Helena versus <laughs> Grace is coming in. Aunt Helena is going to bring her big axe and her big grandma booty into the room and start swinging the axe at, uh, at Grace. I reckon, so you reckon Aunt Helena is going to come in. I reckon Alex is going to see, like, enter the room. But I also reckon that Grace is going to open the box. Oh. She's got the box in her hand, and this is the box that's caused her all this pain, all this drama. I reckon she's going to open it. Oh, that could be fun. I wonder what it says. It's like, hey, <laughs> don't, don't bash the head in with me. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> I was going to say that's that. That's what it says. Hey, hey, you broke rule one. Don't use me as murder. <laughs> <laughs> And it's got an Italian accent. It's like, hey. <laughs> I reckon she's going to open it and it just says, boo. And then a ghost comes out. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Maybe LaBelle's, maybe LaBelle's ghost has now been released mm. into the room. And he's like, ho, 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 Grace. What a show. <laughs> and then he puts his like arm over her shoulder and they walk down the hallway as the dawn rises. Oh, and everyone and drops like, deads in the family. He's like, hey, this is yours now. That couch over there, that's Grace's. See that China cabinet? That's Grace's. Oh, this car garage. Oh, Grace's. Wow. And it's just the rest of the movie is like a 10-minute montage of all the things that Grace now owns. You have four football teams now, Grace. <laughs> Well, we, got we have two, two predictions which want to come, come true, true, if any. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. The Brisbane Improv Festival is coming in February 18th to 21. We have 20 great shows. They're all improvised comedy. All of them amazing, talented comedians. They're going to be great. You're spoiled for choice, I tell you. All tickets and shows at thebrisbaneimprovfestival.com. Get your tickets, Get your please, because it's going to be amazing. If you live in Seven Hills, whoa, whoa. so close. Oh, bye bye now. Bye bye. Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Chris Martin and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards. Get in touch with us at bingeminute at gmail.com with any questions, comments about the podcast or suggestions about what we should watch next. If you've been enjoying Binge Minute, help us out by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We'll, we'll be, be back, back soon with more Binge, binge Minute. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.